1: Thanks to our friends at U Stadium for supporting this podcast. Download U Stadium and talk to all kinds of sports fans, win great prizes, and take part in amazing events. You can also subscribe to the U Stadium YouTube page for exclusive shows like Time Out with U Stadium, The Sports Desk, Play Like a Jet, and many more. That's U Stadium.com. It's time to BS. Did you know that Rob Van Dam's wife is a porn
0: star? I don't know that. <laughs> How did I miss this? What's your <her> name?
1: <laughs> A U Stadium Podcast.
0: Wait, what? Did I <laughs> Wait, what? Did repeat that to me? Did you just ruin bacon, egg, and cheese? No, and I did me?
1: not. I did not.
0: Repeat the sandwich you <sighs> told
1: said. You ever ate this? Yes, I did. It's really <laughs> good. Uh, yeah. Yes, I did. It's really oh, good. That's, that's
0: disgusting. It's not <laughs> <laughs> It's really good actually.
1: It's time to BS.
0: Sup Kenny! <laughs> What's going on, man? That's how you do an intro now? <laughs>
1: well, actually, we do the intros like these. A movie is called a movie called A Hundred Years. Was filmed in 2015, but won't be released until 2115.
0: I heard about that, actually. I was like, what I, the hell? I read, I read an article about that last year, actually. I was I like, what about the
1: hell? <laughs> Can't be right.
0: No, it's a very interesting concept, though.
1: It is. It is.
0: Yeah, like, a, uh, a movie that was made in 2015 is going to be, re- be released 100 years later. That's very interesting. How about that? Coming
1: to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York, it is time to BS. And Kenny the Sports Guy podcast joins me here. Uh, John is doing God knows what right now, so there's that. Uh, but, Kenny, welcome. Uh, how are you doing after your week, weekend trip in Dallas for, not, for a shit ton of wrestling? Yeah, it was actually
0: a week, actually, but I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm trying to... Get back into the normal things here in New York City. Uh, It's been working on the podcast. I have literally a shitload of uh, episodes to edit, write, produce. Uh, Oh, God. uh, Yeah, it's been. I mean, I already completed two. They're already out now already. So I did my WrestleMania review and I did the Control Your Narrative review.
1: Nice.
0: Which I I released yesterday. So if you haven't heard that, just go to KindisSportsGuy.com. There you go. It should be up there already.
1: There you go. Um, you are very critical <laughs> of WWE for the last yep. two years. Yep. And um, you were there live, of course, for uh, the for the both two-night shit-tacular, I like to call it, <laughs> of WrestleMania. I mean, night one was pretty good up until the main event of night one being Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's title. Um, and Night 2 was... We don't talk about that that much. But, no, um, we don't
0: talk about either one,
1: though, but... <laughs> oh God, This is what I mean, ladies and gentlemen. Kenny is very uber-critical of wrestling, and I don't yep. blame him because I, I can and, make and an argument... Say, and, just,
0: and they say I don't criticize AEW, but they just do things right.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do things right. I mean, you are you are as hardcore of a wrestling fan as I know. Um... Someone who loves the someone who loves sports entertainment to the core. I mean, you just you went to see a New Japan of America show down in Dallas for God's sakes.
0: <laughs> actually, I, I I highly encourage you to go because it's actually very very fun. Whenever you're in like uh, Dallas or New York City, I mean, it's a really really good wrestling promotion.
1: I want to see create a pro wrestling because um, friends of the show AEW's uh, Bear Country. Uh, they're, they're originally from there. Uh, oh, creator really? Pro Wrestling. Yeah, Friends of the Show, Bear Country. Um, so, eventually I want to go see them. But yeah, I mean... Good God, this WrestleMania card was awful. But the weekend itself didn't entirely suck. I mean... No,
0: it was fun. It was fun.
1: No, there were there were some good moments. Um, there were some moments where you wanted to be like, uh, this is terrible. But... Did you see... We'll get to WrestleMania in a second. Did you see Supercard of Honor at all were you, while you not were there?
0: Li- not live. I really wanted to go, but I had another wrestling event there. Oh. Uh, so I really regret actually going to that. Because of Samoa extended, Joe uh, debuting. Uh, pay-per-view event. I wa- I really wanted to go to uh, Supercard of Honor. I really wanted to go, but it just didn't work out. Uh, I just claimed it, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Um... But the headline of the Hall of... Of of WrestleMania weekend was, of course, the Hall of Fame and Undertaker's inductment. uh, Or inducted... Duckman into the Hall of Fame. Um, And... There wasn't a dry eye in attendance. I mean, you could clearly tell he was... If that doesn't beat... You know... Ric Flair's retirement match... Mm -hmm. I don't know what does. Um, Because... we all remember WrestleMania 25 uh, where Shawn Michaels did inevitably and Ric Flair's WWE career, Who, but he, not his full-on wrestling career because Ric Flair didn't inevitably go to TNA regardless. But we don't talk about
0: that. Though.
1: We don't talk about that because Ric Flair because Ric Flair is WWE, WCW, and uh, NWA. And we, we get the point. But holy shit. Um, I watched the... Hall of Fame ceremony, specifically for the Undertaker's uh, induction ceremony. Um, I will not be uh, judgmental to say that I will eventually get the Undertaker logo as as a tattoo. I don't know (laughs) where exactly, but I will figure it out. But... Holy
0: that shit! Was the, that was like one of the uh, the good things that he done right that that weekend, actually. Yeah, that I was mean, one of the very
1: few things he did right that weekend. Yeah, they
0: gave they gave him over an hour of you know his speech, and it was absolutely incredible.
1: Why could you give him an hour? He's arguably the best superstar they've ever had.
0: Yeah, the best creative superstar they ever had.
1: Thirty years in one company, thirty two years of a wrestling of a pro wrestling career. If you include. Two years in WCW, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: we don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but I—I I mean, there are two guys that I wish to talk to in my in my time of life, specifically for wrestling stories. One of them is McFoley. Mm-hmm. The other one is the Undertaker. Um, and he was telling story after story, and I did not know this man was funny.
0: He's actually coming out with a podcast pretty soon.
1: Really, I should yeah, check that out. Yeah, Watch it called? Yeah, Dead actually, Man Talk or whatever. Nah, they
0: haven't they haven't uh, announced the name yet. But he is coming out with a podcast. Good right? for it's him. Within the next few months, I think.
1: Good for him. I wouldn't be surprised if it it becomes a full blown hit.
0: Yeah, it will because there's going to be a lot of wrestling stories that he. Oh. Been yeah, I'm going to look forward to that.
1: Just hear the stories and shit. I mean, oh, that that just be great. That'd be fantastic to hear about, um, but yeah, I mean, there just wasn't a dry eye in the attendance. Everyone was just, like, just do yourself a favor, ladies and gentlemen. Just watch the Hall of Fame ceremony for the first ten or fifteen minutes, and you will hear the crowd in American Airlines Arena in not America, Yeah. in in Dallas, mm-hmm. and you just just listen to the crowd. Just listen to the crowd, and you will cry your dick off.
0: <laughs>
1: Respectfully, of course.
0: Uh, it was a beautiful moment. Oh, okay? beautiful! Well deserved. Well deserved.
1: Um, speaking of a, speaking of wrestling and uh, popular things that happened, uh, we saw two debuts in AEW over the last couple weeks: Samoa Joe, and then um, our favorite porn star, Tony Storm. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, yeah, what, Tony Storm and uh, Samojo. That, right? So, yeah, Samojo and Tony Storm both debuted at AEW over the last couple weeks. And that was uh, that was really cool, actually, to see Tony Storm because, uh, good God, the women's division is
0: stacked. Well, you can't say that to a WWE person because they would say, oh, no, it's not stacked. They're being underutilized. Well, like, knowing so so that, what? Knowing, knowing that the, the entire WWE division consists of five women. That's what. That's only like, five women. Thank you. So you got you got obviously Charlotte Flair. She's not gonna go anywhere. Not Sasuke. yet. Now Bianca Belair. They're gonna force her down <laughs> on jokes.
1: And don't forget Oscar and Alexa Bliss are still on there. Don't forget them. We haven't seen Oscar since yeah, WrestleMania two yeah, years yeah. ago.
0: Yeah, it's only five though. So that's true. It's Flair, Lynch, uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, who else? Uh,
1: Ronda Sasuke now
0: and and Ronda too. So that's the five, basically, the five pillars of women's wrestling.
1: I feel bad for Rhea Ripley; she's a bona fide champion.
0: Well, she's gonna go into a program with Edge well, uh, with that stable. That'd be cool. I don't know. I don't know about that stable. Like, did you see Raw last night? That'd be Raw. really cool. They ended the uh, Damian Priest versus uh, AJ Styles match like prematurely. Like, for some strange reason, like that match ended and freaking priest turned into like a vampire which I don't know what was that about
1: I don't know but can we talk about main event of uh, night one real quick um what the ever love of Kentucky fried fuck was that what the literal fuck was that I mean if the ref was not knocked unconscious Charlotte loses the title and Ronda's the new champion because you can clearly see Charlotte's tapping. You can clearly see that with a straight eye.
0: So if you were in the crowd that night, a lot of people literally left.
1: Yeah, because they were
0: pissed. Yeah, there were one that were pissed. But this wasn't the main event, actually. So they what we, we, we call it like a bathroom break. Look, both women gave their heart out. Like, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Frick, like, wrestled their Technically, heart. Technically,
1: it wasn't the main event if you were to look at the actual card. Stone Cold, yeah, Steve yeah. Austin, and Kevin Owens was the yeah, main yeah, event. Yeah,
0: please, please do not get me started in that match because that match was... Oh.
1: A disaster.
0: Yes, it was a disaster. Like,
1: I love Stone Cold, but come on now.
0: He left at the most perfect time, a loss against The Rock. I do not know why he wrestled in that match. Well, why let's let's, said, let's get back to Charlotte. I
1: mean, it's just... It's, 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 w- w- you'll have plenty of time to rage, yeah, my friend. You'll have, rage. <laughs> you'll have plenty of time to rage. You'll have plenty of time to rage because you have been wanting to get your thoughts on... I've been wanting to hear your thoughts on WrestleMania weekend for the last two weeks. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, I mean, Charlotte and Ronda... Where do I begin? Um, it, it was an overhyped match for starters. Um, it wasn't a great match by any stretch. Eh, I mean, you could argue it was, but Ronda's move is really not that great. He, she was born to be a fighter. That's for sure,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and has every right to be. You know, in WWE for her career as as a whole has been. Pretty successful the last four years of WWE. She's, she's, she's got it. I'm not going to say she doesn't, but she's got it. She's got the stuff. Um, Am I the only one that says I'm getting tired of the whole Charlotte Flair thing for the last three or four years?
0: I've been saying this since, like, the moment she debuted on Raw and SmackDown. I've been saying, I've been calling for that, like... Just because your your last name is fair doesn't mean you get insert on the opportunity.
1: Well here's here's what annoys me. Um she, she doesn't have the kind of you know attitude. she she clearly wants to be a heel. She loves the heel personality, and I don't blame her. But at, but after a point, just look at her title reigns. She's a 14-time women's champion. That is all you need to know about Charlotte Flair. 14-time women's champion. Wait, I don't care who you are. You'd have to be pushed unbelievably. Have She is the John Cena of women's champions. To quote CM Punk... To quote C.M. Blunk, look, guys, John Cena wants another title shot. What a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally Charlotte Flair. And I understand the frustration of of women like Rhea Ripley, who is a menace. Like, she will, like, I would not want to get into a fight with Rhea Ripley. I, I mean that respectfully, I do not want to get into a fight with Rhea Ripley at all. Thank you. I mean, who wouldn't? She's so
0: young, by the way. She's, like, only 24. She's, like, 24. Yeah, and she has a long career ahead of her, but for her, I feel like she's being underutilized.
1: Yeah, she is. Absolutely. I don't get it. I don't think I'll under- understand it, but then again, what do I know? then again, what do I know? Not a whole lot. <laughs> so, uh, personally, my favorite match of night one happens to be... The Mysterios versus The Miz and Logan Paul. (laughs) I can't even laugh. I can't even, like, not laugh at this point. But I'm going to start this off with WWE, sign Logan Paul. For the love of God,
0: Mm. sign Mm. him.
1: (laughs) And I know I knew that would piss you off, but I'm going to quote Jim Cornette, the great Jim Cornette. And say, if if AEW were to sign Logan Paul, he'd be in the top half of the roster. He's that good. No, no, no. They got no, oh, no, 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 no. I no, no, that no. piss you off. No, I no. loved it. I personally loved it. <laughs> I thought, okay, this match is either going to be dog shit terrible or really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was well, right. I was partially right. Well, he, he, here's my thoughts on it. I think the match was decent. I think the Miz carried the, the entire match along with the Mysterios. But Logan Paul was not better at wrestling than uh, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny actually No, did no, absolutely down. not. Last, last year, he did pretty decent. He does have some moves. The, gro- the crowd really hated him. If you attended their live, like they were booing the living the hell out of him. So to me, it just feels like uh he he was okay. He he has some move sets, but eventually he's gonna you know train for it and he's gonna get better. But good for he would make a good heel in WWE. He would. He, he would, would. he absolutely it. would. But his wrestling abilities needs to be less desired, but I mean they they're probably gonna fight him again either next year for a rumble or next year's WrestleMania. Uh, a he better, might fight the Miz next year. He is a better At, uh, in Hollywood.
1: Uh, he's a better pro wrestler than he is a boxer. Let's be clear with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Got no, got not, got not even close.
1: So next up, uh probably maybe the best match, like the best match all around. Uh Bianca Belair wins the raw women's title over uh Lady Gaga in a hell of a match.
0: No, it was great. That you was cannot like best, that look was my at Becky Lynch
1: and say, oh, she's red-headed Lady Gaga. Look
0: she's, at her outfit. <laughs> yeah, she looks like Lady Gaga to me. But overall, that was a great match. I think that was the best match of WrestleMania. Oh, I yeah. Think, uh, yeah. I think Bella deserves it. I mean, she got she hit. She got in, robbed exactly of the title of exactly. SummerSlam. She got That's robbed. So they like to call that long-term, long-term storytelling. So I'm glad she won. It was a really, really good match. And let's see what uh, Bianca Belair does with the title ring. The next person she's gonna fight is um, Sonya, Sonya Deville. Deville. Oh god! I mean, it's a it's a fresh matchup. Like I've never seen these matchups before. At least it's not it's not Becky Lynch.
1: Thank God, honestly.
0: But it was a good. It was a really
1: good match. It was physical. It was like, it was aggressive, and you really, you really see, you know, the the aggressive nature of Becky Lynch come out again, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen in a very long time. And it was awesome. Where she was the man, and she had a broken nose. That was awesome. That is a top five picture. In wrestling history, just Becky Lynch go with up, mofos? with a broken nose, just bleeding all over the place. It was yep. awesome. That was you awesome.
0: Take, well, you, you can take Nia Jax for that. <laughs>
1: Thank yeah, thanks Nia. The one thing, the one good thing you did. I'm just kidding. She's awesome.
0: Yeah, she was actually she was actually at WrestleCon in uh, in Dallas. She's very I, at nice, right here. She's very yeah, sweet. She, she, no, she's a nice person. She's a really nice. Person.
1: She's got the Samoan love. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, she does. Uh, I wouldn't mess with her, but it's No, I don't yeah, she's, a, she's a friendly person.
1: Um, the women's tag team title match, uh, was... Eh.
0: It was very disappointing, actually.
1: But holy hell, the outfits of Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley.
0: 69 yeah, it, Whiskey it, it, Podcast.
1: It, uh, 69... It, it, wi- <laughs> Hold that
0: thought. It, it, it felt like something out of Elder Ring, too.
1: <laughs> no, 69 Whiskey Podcast, if you lads are listening, you would love those two outfits.
0: Jesus. Those outfits were atrocious, but it works out for them. But. What?
1: Speak yourself. <laughs>
0: I mean, it looked nice, but it wasn't worth. It wasn't as bad as Becky's. You
1: do realize that if that was the Attitude Era or the Ruthless Aggression Era, that would single-handedly be the greatest outfit in the history of wrestling.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Back then, but we're not in the nineties no more. Oh, it's <laughs> a damn shame. Really miss the nineties, actually. I really, believe
1: really you. Two thousand seven was the last good year of wrestling in terms of WWE. Ooh. Like, the second The Undertaker wins the Royal Rumble and the World Heavyweight title against Batista 20, at WrestleMania 23, you really start to see it go downhill because every other title match was John Cena.
0: <laughs> That's actually a really uh, interesting take. I think the last... Tim, what was the last good year of wrestling? Because so you think about... I think I'm going to have to agree with you, though. 2008? T- 2007. 2007, yeah, was 2007. It, that was the year with the um, 07
1: Rumble was th- was probably the best Rumble I've ever seen, and I've nah, watched.
0: For me, na- for me, it's 1999. Oh yeah, I don't that, that was the most stupidest, but fun Rumble I've ever seen. The um, one where uh, Vince McMahon won it.
1: But if you want to talk about like, the best Rumbles, I mean, just the final four: Rated RKO, Shawn Michaels. I remember Shawn Michaels getting out from under the ring, uh, knocking Randy Orton out, and then su- sweet chin music. Uh, edge in the face. I just remember Michael Cole just screaming, we're down to two, man. It's was like, oh, it's on. Just the d- And then Undertaker appearing at number 30 to knock out their great colleague. was like, oh, it's fucking on. Let's go. I was so pumped. But... Uh, speaking I mean, of uh, old-timey stars... Uh, sorry about that. Continue.
0: No, no, no. You can continue. Uh,
1: speaking of old-timey stars... Um there was a hidden return that happened that was probably the worst kept secret in the history of wrestling.
0: Oh, so we got to talk about him now. So
1: <laughs> I thought it would be Bray Wyatt coming back. Me personally, not now, not now. Please stop calling me people.
0: You got to put your phone on E D, e. Do not disturb.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Oh, God. But, speaking of untimely, like, random moments... Oh, Jesus fucking... The worst part about having a Mac is I get the random notifications appearing at the screen and they get picked up by the roadcaster.
0: Oh, God. Oh, it's That's terrible. So it's so, so
1: It's so terrible. But... Speaking of untimely stars, um, I I thought it would be Bray Wyatt coming back. I really wanted The Fiend to come back because you thought, okay, transition from The Undertaker to The Fiend would be awesome. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I agree. But what we got was
1: Cody fucking Rhodes. Not Uh, like there's anything wrong with Cody Rhodes' epic return in WrestleMania. It was awesome. Don't get me wrong. How they got the rights to his AEW and TNA theme, I have no idea. But regardless, you know Vincey boy, he's going to want to do anything he can to get his sausage fingers on anything he touches. Oh, God.
0: Well, it's going to be the beginning of the end for Cody because right now they're already forcing forcing him down on throats. They're force-feeding Cody Rhodes
1: to us. Like an an Italian grandmother force-feeding us snacks at the most random of time.
0: Look at last night. Like, he literally appeared in two seconds, like, in the first hour and the second hour. And then they just wasted uh, the entire third hour on, like, crap like what happened yesterday with um, Damien Priest and their whole... Catcherette party with Dana Brooke and uh oh god, yes, Reggie. I don't know, it just wasted all that. Oh god, but going back to Cody Rose, actually, he it was a very, very loud pop, like, it's one of the loudest yes. pops I ever heard. Yeah, you be there live. People were like screaming, people were crying. I'm like, really? It's like, really? Cody?
1: this is yeah. the worst kept secret in the history of wrestling.
0: What, yeah, the second like, he Kobe,
1: left AEW, you were like, all right, he's going to WWE. There's, like, no other reason he but doesn't here's
0: go. Thing, here's the thing about that. It just feels like these are the same people that, you know, shitting on Cody when he was in AEW. And now all of a sudden he's back in WWE, and now people love him. Like, it's ridiculous how, how much hate AEW gets, even if they, they're not causing the hate directly.
1: Listen, I love the Rhodes family. I love Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Gold Dust. I love big old Papa Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Hall of Famer, dis- the creator of NXT, rightfully so. Love me some Dusty. But fuck damn. Cody, Stardust. He will always be Stardust, and he will always yeah. be laughable to me. He hates that, too. He, like Literally, he, he hates That's that. all Vince.
0: That's the funny part. That was all Vince. Yeah, during like uh, his contract negotiations, uh, Gross told Vince in his face, "Look, I don't want you guys referring me back to the old uh, Stardust gimmick, because that's why he that's why he didn't want it. That's why he didn't want." Thank God. That was bad. That was awful.
1: That was, that was awful. How do you want a tag team title with du- with Goldust? Oh Jesus, fuck.
0: Yeah. So like you know, the entrance took literally five minutes. And the entrance was actually better than the entire match. Actually,
1: <laughs> that's
0: what it was. Like seriously, it, the entrance was actually better than the match itself. The match it wasn't really nothing special. I mean, it had its moments, yeah, but when well, that pop actually ruined like the whole entire match.
1: All right, so the main event think- we go. Oh God, um, so. In quite possibly the worst winner-take-all match I've ever seen. And I've seen some shit in my day. um, We all knew that when Brock eventually won the WWE title the first time, we thought, all right. He's either going to lose the title to somebody, and then it's going to be a triple threat match with... Probably him, Bobby Lashley, and Roman, which would have been stupid. Um, or it's gonna be a title and title match. What do we get? The title and title match at Mania 38, where you guessed it, Roman wins the title, unifies the two uh, world titles, the Universal Championship and the World Heavyweight Title. And becomes the first undisputed champion um, since Chris Jericho, or is this his Triple H?
0: Not Triple H. Jericho was the first uh, undisputed champion champion WWE history.
1: If you were to include the world, if you were to include twenty thirteen and fourteen, Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, Cena, and Brock, does that count?
0: Yeah, let me look it up right now. Actually.
1: I think Brock was the last uh, pure. I think it was the last one. Brock Lesnar was the last wrestler to hold two yeah, world titles. Yeah, yep. Uh,
0: Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he from won it April over Cena to- at SummerSlam. I remember now. Yeah, bro- no, Brock Lesnar in 2002, from April 2002 to September 2002. That was the last time someone hold a uh, undisputed championship.
1: But like two world titles is what I'm saying.
0: No, only one.
1: Only one? No, I yeah, was only like one. if like. No, I'm saying if you were to hold the two world the two world title belts,
0: so in terms of like two title belts, it, it was actually Randy Orton in uh 2013. All right. So like, if you're talking about thing, like one then he
1: effectively merged the titles. Got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he okay. unified the belts. Got it? He he merged the titles. Then got
0: it? That yeah, makes so, sense. But if you're talking about one title, it's Brock Lesnar in 2002.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yep. I was talking about the two titles, but all right. Um, so yeah, the main event between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns was. Uh, I thought this would be a better match if it was a no holds if a no holds barred match. Me personally speaking, um, mm-hmm. because you just want to see those two beat the living crap out of each other. Um.
0: They did, but it was actually massively disappointing. It was so disappointing
1: because yeah. I was expecting a longer match. I thought it would be a no-holds-barred match. If it was a no-holds-barred match at like from the start, from the start, they now say there's no disqualification, no-holds-barred, or no-holds-barred. I've been like, all right, good to go. We get to see who's really the better out of the two of them.
0: Have you seen any Brock Lesnar matches that long- last longer than 10 minutes? Uh, so that's the reason why Brock is not known to having long matches.
1: That's a fair point. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's not known. He's like Goldberg in a way. Yeah, so he's not really known for having like long twenty minutes minute matches. That's why the matches were so, so the match was so short because both men are not really known for that because both of them are so dominant.
1: I did not know that. Good to know. Um, but yeah, so I guess this is. Uh... Vince's way of getting to of of letting Roman know, hey, you're you're our guy now. It's not like we treat you like shit for the first five years of your career. Oh God! Oh Jesus! And the fans, good God, the fans were so the fans were so ruthless to Roman during his Shield days. I I was never the biggest Roman guy in the world. Me personally, I loved the Tribal Chief. Uh. Persona for the first maybe six months, and then I was like, eh, okay, they're really gonna
0: push this guy, are they? I, I give you this the moment I knew that uh, the tribal chief gimmick started to get stale was this match after Edge
1: the first and time after, or the second time?
0: No, the one that he defeated him in Money in the Bank last oh, week.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, because Edge yeah. should have won the title then.
0: That was the moment I knew that. This gimmick had to end quickly because at the time, like they had they didn't had anybody lined up to defeat Roman uh, to be to Roman.
1: Me personally, I thought it'd be Cena. I thought, okay.
0: I mean it's not, not Cena, Cena one because more he don't hide
1: Okay, it was like, okay. You can't tie Ric Flair. You can't be tied with Ric Flair. A one of you has to be like you you gotta overtake Ric Flair at some point because you have multiple dummy title runs. The last one you had was 2016 when you won over AJ. You lasted for 14 days. Lost to Bray at Elimination Chamber. Who then went on to lose the title at WrestleMania 33 against Randy
0: Orton. There's another one. That was such a weird booking though. I don't understand him winning the title. I mean Bray Wyatt winning the title at Elimination Chamber. Only to lose to Randy Orton. I never really understood that.
1: It was inevitable because Randy won the Rumble. And then it was like, okay, who... Randy Orton's not going to face Goldberg.
0: No, no, no. So He's so good for that.
1: They had to continue the the White family storyline. I was like, alright. Now I watch it over several times. It makes a ton of sense why Randy Orton did inevitably win the title at Mania. I didn't think he should have won it, because I thought, really? You're going to fuck this up so bad? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Jesus, but the whole unified world titles with Roman, not for it, not against it either.
0: So you're in the middle.
1: I'm dead smack in the middle at this point.
0: Look, I don't like the, I I don't love the idea, I don't hate the idea, I'm at the same boat as you because... They need, to do, they need to do something to generate more interest in wrestling now because now there's, with Cody Rhodes coming, coming in, it's going to be – there's basically here, – here's the thing. There's only two main storylines going on in WWE right now. The whole unifying the belts, Roman Reigns storyline and the Cody Rhodes uh, storyline. Yeah. They're going to intersect at some point this year. Watch Either Bray. At,
1: I'm telling you. I want Bray he, Wyatt to come back. So bad as He king.
0: he's not coming back.
1: He better come back. He's I don't, not
0: coming back. He probably won't. I mean they fired him. Like they, they literally fired him due to budget cuts. I mean I don't see him coming back. Uh I think he's right now he's filming a movie. He's doing like a horror film now. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. I mean uh I think uh they wrapped up wrapped up production recently. Good for him. So I, I really don't see him coming back. I would love to see him back, but I don't see him in the WWE ring. Maybe AEW, if they were they were very, very bold. Make him the leader <laughs> of
1: the Dark Order. Make him the yeah, leader of the yeah. Dark Order. Please. Yes.
0: yes. That would make a ton of sense. I mean, the Dark Order right now is kind of laboring because of the death of uh, Brody Lee. Yeah. And that would make a ton of sense if he'd come in and just say, hey, I'm the new leader of the Dark Order. And they're going to make a good stable, too. All right, so you are a big baseball fan. You
1: love your baseball. Love your baseball, and rightfully so, because you are a big-time Yankee fan and uh, optimism, sort of, I would assume, as a Yankee fan. False hope. That's what it is, false hope. (laughs) Can I I rant on the Yankees for a second? Because I need people to understand the origins of my fanhood. So, I grew up a Yankee fan, but I also grew up in a family of Met fans. So, the Mets, technically speaking, run in my blood. I will, I will love the Yankees till the day I – probably. I don't know, depending on how bad Yankees Twitter pisses me off royally.
0: But – Sound like me, we Twitter.
1: <laughs> I'm very split down the middle with my baseball teams. I love them I love the, the Yankees – I'm starting to love the Mets, and then there's a third team. Um, courtesy of a fellow uh Seattle fans, uh the, the Mariners, oh god. I mean I, I listen to Brock and Sock over at uh on uh night ESPN Seattle every now and then, thank God for iPhones, because and you get to listen to the to the radio over in Seattle, and be like, oh, what's Brock and Sock up to? And yeah, they're, I Kenny. I'm telling you, the Mariners. I'm telling you, the Mariners are going to make the playoffs for the first time in twenty in 21 years.
0: I agree. I think I think, think, gonna, uh, I think it's time. They got close last year, but they they're a they good just looking team. Of, they just ran out of gas at the end, though.
1: Okay, I will dare. I say it. Dare I say, who do you think the top three teams in the in the American League are? Right, right now. now? Right now. If you were to make an argument for the playoffs, who are the top three teams in the American League come playoff time?
0: Oof. Putting me on the spot here. So, number one, the Tampa Bay Rays. They have to be because they be. have been the most the most consistent team in the last five years. You gotta be, yeah. See, number two. Ooh, number two. I can argue
1: with flip-flops. Hmm.
0: Number two, I will have to say, I would not put this on the list like a few years ago, but I will have to say the Toronto Blue Jays. Because they have a young roster right now, a young lineup. Their pitching staff is just tremendous. Oh, yeah. I love their pitching staff so much. I love their offense so much. Like, look what happened yesterday. Just shout out the Yankees. I'm going
1: to make an offer to you, my friend. Well, not an offer, but a, re- a hot take. The Seattle Mariners finished with the top three record of the American League this year. Oof! Behind the Chicago, one, actually top five. I'm, I'm, I'm over, I'm overdrifting myself. Top five record in the American League with night with uh, just under a hundred wins. Behind the Ooh. Toronto Blue Jays, the Chicago White Sox, the Tampa, and the Tampa Bay Rays.
0: That's bold, man. That's really, really Bro, bold. Bro,
1: I'm telling... It's That's time. Bold. It's time. It's time.
0: I, I, I can see that happening, but I think they'll finish with maybe 91 r- wins. I think they they're get 97. A, I think they gonna get seven. Like, 89-90 9, wins for me. I don't think they're going to win the division now, but in a few years they will. But I don't see anybody dethroning the the Astros in the division, even though the Astros are nearly, to me, they're nearly in a rebuild right now. I, I mean, they're still competitive, but they, like they to, got like a massive amount of free agents to come, like in the next few years. Oh uh, yeah, I like. is leaving. The, uh, <laughs> is already left. Uh,
1: Altuve Al-Tube
0: might get traded. I mean, who knows?
1: Um, I like to call the Houston Astros the Houston assholes. <laughs>
0: And from, I, I didn't finish by 13. Yeah, so you, ha, I said the Rays, the Blue you said Jays. Toronto? Yeah, the
1: Rays, Blue Jays. Chicago's and, up there. The White Sox. Uh,
0: I don't trust Chicago. I don't trust the White Sox. Because of so that man. Like, Tony, Tony La Russa. <laughs> yeah, Tony La is a good manager. He's a whole thing manager, but I don't know. I just don't trust him. Like, I don't know. So I'll have to go for the Rays, Blue Jays, and I hate to say this, the Astros. All right, so
1: you love your Yankees, I do too. I love, I do enjoy the Mets discussion. I see it all over Twitter, Mets Twitter is the the best and the worst.
0: You so, see last night's game <laughs> with that explosion oh, of the bullpen.
1: Oh <laughs> God! But
0: Mets, Mets went away into a frenzy. <laughs> so. I think there is an
1: argument for both these teams to make the playoffs. I mean, there is an argument there for both of them to make it. Particularly if you look at the Mets, they have the better chance. If I mean,
0: yeah, I agree because uh, the Braves, the Braves actually lost a lot of key pieces during their World Series run. Obviously, with Freddie Freeman and a lot of bullpen, like uh, a lot of bullpen uh, pieces, but. I wouldn't count them out just yet. Ronald Acuna Jr. is returning at some point this year. Yeah. But I was I would dare to say the Mets win the NL East this year. But, I can see
1: it. I mean, they got, but, they got really good pitching staff. You, they, here's the issue with them. They rely too much, obviously, on DeGrom. Yeah. They rely but, too much on him to, to be like – They
0: still guarantee that he gets like uh, – Maybe thirty to thirty to thirty-five starts a year now because because no. they got in there too.
1: You got Scherzer yeah.
0: in there too. is getting up there in age though, and his hamstring is like a little iffy.
1: Yeah, it's true. Um,
0: so I could see the Mets, you know, winning the division like uh, maybe by two games. The Braves are going to be there at the end. The Nationals are going to be still the, uh, going to be the I don't Nationals. Know what the hell
1: to make a Washington?
0: No, they they they're, they're in full rebuild right now. The Phillies, obvious. I do not, I, I do not know what the Phillies are doing. I don't know if they they are they're on the cusp of the rebuild, but they want to win it all. I don't know what they're doing. Their bullpen is absolutely bad for the last two years. I mean, I gotta see what the Phillies does. I mean, they do have a good team on paper, but. It's just the bullpen, man. The bullpen has been atrocious. And then there's the Marlins. <laughs> and the Marlins. Oh god. The only thing they're gonna be known for this year is uh, Jeter leaving the team. That's it. <sighs>
1: um. Okay, you're a Jet fan.
0: Yes, I you am love sad.
1: your Jets. I got a bone to pick with you, Jet fans. Um. I got a bone to pick with you, and the entirety of Jet's Twitter, plus most of you stadium. By the way, check them out. They're great. They love us. Go love them. Um, you Jet fans want fucking everyone, don't you? Yes, we do. You want yes, everyone, do. don't you? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Um, all right. L- let me see what we got here. Um <laughs>
0: Look, I I have suffered for the last five, ten years. Bro, I let me, really, okay. really, really, really bad football. Okay,
1: let me let me put into context of what's going on here. Um, Kenny is a big is a big Jet fan. Loves his Jets. I do I do root for the Jets as my AFC team. Love love them. Thank you, mom. Um, but holy fucking shit! This DK Metcalf trade discussion is pissing me off.
0: Apparently, I, I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> apparently,
1: um, this the Seattle Seahawks desperately, desperately want to trade for like what? Oh, I can't even speak correctly. <laughs> so the Seahawks. Are, might be in a rebuild. The only
0: reason I say might, might, might—they traded away the best quarterback in years.
1: I'll get to that.
0: But the argument
1: that people say is that oh, the Jets should trade for DK Metcalf. Good, give us the equivalent of the Jamal Adams trade plus a little more, and then you got a deal. Because that's what's going to cost. Yeah, DK.
0: How, how did that trade turn out, though? We'll find out. Well, no, with the, uh, the uh, Jamal Adams tree. How we're did that gonna turn out? out?
1: We're going to find out. <laughs> we're going to find out. New defense, we're going to find out. Um, okay. <sighs> Why? Why? Like, absolutely fucking why? Why would you do this to me, Jet fans? Because, listen, I love you guys to death. I do. You piss me the fuck off sometimes. All I see for time and time and time again is, oh, we should trade for DK Metcalf and give him $30 million a year. Great. Watch your team crumble in the next four fucking years even further when you have to pay Zach Wilson. Watch, I'm telling you, watch. Get that grin off your face, mofo.
0: <laughs> I see well, you. Well, well, it's not fair because we lost out on Tariq Hill. Because he, he wanted to go to Miami because Miami that made made no weather fucking weather sense. And no, and, and no income tax. That That's made no like fucking sense
1: to me from a team building perspective.
0: Yeah, but he, he did it for himself. He should have just gone to New York. He, he could have played with Zach Wilson. And we could have been the next uh, Bagels. It could have been next year's big of making the Super Bowl with this. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous that he went to Miami. because, But I understand why, because of financial decisions. They paid him like a shit ton of money. He does not have to pay income tax down there. Miami is full of nice weather. The women down there is nice. I mean, it's wow. better than coming to New York. It's, it's better than coming to MetLife Stadium in December. Can I make an argument now for the Seahawks to, to not be a
1: rebuilding team? Yeah, you can. If the Seahawks were, were seriously rebuilding, if they were seriously rebuilding, this trade would have happened already.
0: Yeah, but who's throwing the ball to you? The who's DK throwing the ball Metcalf like that? trade would have yeah. happened
1: already. Okay. Drew Locke? So fa- look at the Rams. Here's an argument. The Rams made the playoffs multiple times with Jared fucking Goff.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not saying Drew Locke is going to turn to Matthew fucking Stafford. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that slow the fuck down, people. If this Seattle team, like, listen, I have been a huge advocate of wanting Pete Carroll to be fired for the last six years.
0: Yeah, I remember. The last for time the last we spoke, God, we had to argue on that. <laughs>
1: and, oh, my God, you! I wanted to slap you and then drive home. <laughs> <laughs> but... The argument that exists is that, okay, Seattle's going to be competitive, but look at the rest of the NFC West. I don't trust San Francisco. I don't trust the Cardinals.
0: I don't trust the Cardinals at all. I mean, after what happened last year, the, pull, the stunt they pulled in the wildcard game, it's hard to trust them. Look I mean, at
1: the that team Murray, went 9-2. And, two. and Murray, who, I think he's going to leave in the next couple of years. He better. He fucking better. But yeah. it's his own damn yeah. fault. That's the problem. It's his own damn fault.
0: He still got the 49ers as well. They made it to the NFC championship. They Even then, the which San Francisco
1: yeah. team are we gonna get? They might trade Debo Samuel. They might be forced to trade him.
0: I mean, they gotta trade Jimmy G anyway. Because they want Trey Lance to start. And that's the issue
1: that's okay. The Rams are gonna be there. We know that.
0: Yeah, Defending the world team.
1: champions, we know this. And from there, where do you go?
0: Where do you go? Seriously, where do you go? Nothing will up. You'll go up. Exactly. (laughs) You'll go up. So... You're not going to hit rock bottom twice. All right.
1: The argument that I have for Seattle is, logistically speaking, legitimately speaking, the defense is not going to get worse, right? They can only... If you look at the scheme that they are currently going to be playing... They went from a 4-3 defense to now a 3-4. Strictly pass rush. Which, if you have known, if you watch a slimmer of Seahawks football over the last two fucking years, you will know that they cannot defend to save their fucking life.
0: Yeah. The secondary is atrocious.
1: Watch the two, watch the following two players in their defense, particularly in the linebacking core. Cody Barton, and Daryl Taylor. Daryl Taylor particularly is a natural 3-4 outside linebacker. That man is going to thrive in this defense. Clint Hurt, the defensive coordinator, is going to make this defense thrive. And who is the and who is the senior defensive assistant?
0: I will make it I will make a case case for um the linebacker they acquired from Denver. Uh, Shelby Miller, that's his name? Shelby Harris' is defensive end. But yeah, uh, that's Harris, not even yeah. that. I, I would def- make a case for him, though. He senior defensive assistant
1: is, what I was, is a coach. I'm going to tell you a name that might sound familiar to you.
0: Ken Norton Jr.?
1: No. The former Bears defensive coroner, Sean Desai, is currently the secondary coach for the Seattle Seahawks. At least I think so. He's either a he's defensive assistant or somebody. He's going to be helping Clint Hurt run this defense. Ooh. Chicago's defense well, was top 10 in the league last year. Yeah. They
0: had a good defense last year. I'm assume, going but, to
1: read you the acquisitions that the Seahawks have made over the last two months. Almost two months. They have acquired, on defense in particular, Shelby Harris, Quentin Jefferson, Yukina Nawusu, Artie Burns, and Justin Coleman. Mm-hmm. arguably five starters. Their, defenses, their defense as of right now is going to be Puna Ford, Shelby Harris, Quentin Jefferson, Daryl Taylor, Cody Barton, Jordan Brooks, Yukina Nwusu, who's not a bad player, Charger fans, Trey Brown, who's, an, who's a baller, Justin Coleman the nickel, Quandre Diggs, Jamal Adams, and Artie Burns. Everyone wants to laugh at Jamal. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. But...
0: Thank you for the picks, Jamal Adams, so. though.
1: <laughs> hey, listen, I don't blame you. But
0: part so, of the Seahawks defense is not going to be that bad.
1: They're not going to be it's, that bad. They're not going to be top it,
0: it, it ten. Just, it's just a far cry for the Legion
1: to boom. And that's what – that's might be the best – that's why, I dare I say, the Russell Wilson trade might be the best thing to happen to them in a long time.
0: Hmm. I, I, can, I can understand your logic, your argument there. I actually. have an argument.
1: I have a very good argument. Do you really expect the Seahawks to pay $50 million a year to one dude?
0: No. Exactly. And he's like 33, right? He's 33.
1: 30, he's old, about to be 34. Yes.
0: So, yeah, I get your argument now because he's going to want a shit ton of money. Yep, and he he wants to, he wants to be paid in Aaron Rodgers' money. So. He wants to be an MVP. Yeah. I don't blame yeah. him, but like, listen, <sighs> if
1: Pete Carroll somehow gets this team to the playoffs, he should win Coach of the Year. I agree. I'm not even I'm not even hesitating with that.
0: Yeah, I agree because the pieces that they have, like I don't even know who's going to be the quarterback for that team. It's going to
1: be Drew Lock. If- it's unfortunately going to be Drew Lock. They're not going to trade for Baker Mayfield. I don't think they would trade for Baker Mayfield. I wouldn't either because he's trouble. He is. The C- yeah, he is. Everyone's saying, oh, the Seahawks should trade for Baker Mayfield. He gives the best chance no, to win. No. Why the hell would you do that? No. If Listen, give Drew Locke a chance to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. You have two running backs in particular who have the talent to rush her over 1,300 yards each. Yeah. And Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. You mm-hmm. finally get to see what Rashad Penny can do. You finally get to see what a healthy Rashad Penny can do with Chris Carson. A healthy Chris Carson. You got two receivers in particularly who can catch over 1,200 yards each. DK Metcalf is unbelievable at wide receiver. I would be terrified. You got three good tight ends now in Will Disley who who can play. Noah offense, who can play? And they got a third guy in Colby Parkinson, who's six eight. You got a half decent offensive line, assuming they bring back Tra- Dwayne Brown. You got Dwayne Brown, Damien Lewis, Austin Blythe, who's a damn good center, if necessary. Gabe Jackson at right guard, and they—they, they, I don't know what they're going to do at right tackle, but that—that that might end up. They might end up taking a. Uh, uh, Cross with the, uh, the, the ninth pick, the kid out of Michigan State, uh, Mississippi mm-hmm. State, I mean, And part of me says, all right, you got two first-round picks next dra- next year's draft. See what you can get. See how, the, see how the draft class is next year, and then go from there. Or say, why the fuck not bring it on?
0: Bring it the fuck on! So you're you're actually in favor of a how should I say this? You you want them to be competitive within the next uh, couple of years. I
1: dare I dare say that look at looking at the NFC entirely, they could make it as a wild card. Dare I say?
0: Oof.
1: Dare I say? And I have honestly. I,
0: I can see that happening, but realistically, we got to be real here. I think they'll finish like outside of a wildcard. Like, I don't think. I they think, think they'll finish, be like, competitive. A probably like, a ten seven record. Or something.
1: They're gonna want to fight people. They got they got yeah. some players. They're gonna make them want to fight, and mm-hmm. in particularly, they after June after the draft, you really get to see what they can do because they yeah. still got I, a ton I, of cash space to work with.
0: Yeah,
1: they realistically got to run twenty million dollars in cash space to work with. Um. There's still some free agents I gotta see what they do in the
0: draft, though. I, I gotta, gotta see what, see what they, do they in the draft got.
1: Draft. I, I gotta see how the draft goes. Yeah, I gotta see. You. If you re- if if this draft ends up being really good, and they end up getting some fighters on this team, <sighs> I don't think they're winning the West. They, they they're not winning the West, not with how good the Rams are. Dare I say they might be second. I will make an argument.
0: Wow, this is actually pretty bold predictions you have here, man.
1: <laughs> I've done second, before.
0: Second, so they finished finish second behind the second Rams. Second in the, the West
1: three. behind the Rams, but only by two games, by two or three games.
0: So, so you got the Rams finishing first, Seahawks finishing second, the San Francisco, finish, yeah, San Francisco 49.
1: and Arizona will flip either or. Either way, they'll finish third or fourth.
0: Wow. That's actually a very, very bold move
1: there. I'm fucking confident, man. I'm confident for the first – I'm, I'm – but I always do this to myself. I always, you know, self – you know, but force, it's the, my, it's force the, confidence. It's the fan you
0: that's telling you that. That's crazy. Listen,
1: here – here. well, I force myself confidence and then I realize, okay, I look at the roster as a whole. It's not terrible. People just want to jump to conclusion and say, oh, Russell Wilson's gone. They'll be a terrible team. They just want to jump will, to conclusion.
0: Will, one could argue that, uh, that look at the Patriots. Like, look at the Patriots. The Patriots—they basically rebuilt it for one year. They
1: rebuilt it in one year, and you're yeah, telling and me they made a the postseason. You're telling me you can't rely on Mac jo- on Drew Lock, who is Mac Jones with height.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a tall. He's a very tall
1: QB. You're telling me you can't rely on Drew Locke to let's say okay, give us 32 touchdown passes, like 12 interceptions. Just feed the ball to our running backs, don't make mistakes, and we'll be fine.
0: That's actually pretty good. I mean, We'll be fine. And, and, and anything better than Geno Smith.
1: Oh, Christ.
0: Yeah, don't don't mention that name to me. Ever. Drilla, don't mention that that,
1: name. That's the thing. Geno Smith is not even currently the backup. It's Jacob Eason. <laughs> the fact that I know oh, that God. is funny. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so like you know, I feel like the Seahawks. I can see your argument of them finishing second.
1: They got a half decent offense, really. If if they bring back Dwayne Brown, um, the right tackle situation has got to be resolved. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, here's what I do know: um, they're looking to bring back Carlos Dunlap. Carlos Dunlap was their best pass rusher by a country mile last year. Mm-hmm. He had, what, eight sacks in six games? Yep. So they bring him back. Your defensive line now consists of Carlos Dunlap, Shelby Harris, Puna, and Quentin Jefferson or Puna Ford. It's pretty good on line. That's hopefully. really good on paper. That's a really good D-line. Puna Ford is a is good player, really good player for his height. He's a he's a five eleven nose tackle.
0: So I I just feel like you know he's I mean the Seahawks are gonna be I think they're gonna shock a lot of people. I mean I just gotta see what they do in the draft and I just gotta turned see. you to
1: the dark side, my friend. Yeah, I,
0: I, and I and I just I just I, I just gotta see what they do in the draft. And I gotta what see they do. what they do.
1: I gotta see what the, Marcus Cross was the, the name H- by two. the
0: way. Marcus Cross so, was the
1: name I was thinking of uh, Mississippi State.
0: But one thing you got, you, like uh, that, kind of clicked was if the Patriots have done it last year, making the playoffs despite having a rebuilding year.
1: No one can, saw you know, the Patriots making the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think anyone so why, saw why, no why can't them the, the
0: Patriots it, you know?
1: Yeah, basically it was like, okay, bring it the fuck on. You 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 want to doubt us? Let's show let's show us let's show you guys what, what we can do. Bring it on.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, they got they got the assets handed to it by the Bills, but.
1: It's still, that's it, it, Buffalo. It show,
0: it, it show promise, though. That's show still, promise. that's
1: Buffalo. That's the second-best team in the AFC.
0: Second-best team in the AFC, who is
1: your first? Actually, I can make an argument. Buffalo's better than Kansas City. Ooh. Top to top to bottom, who are you taking, Kansas City or Buffalo?
0: If you would ask me this, like, three months ago, I would have to say the Chiefs because of their offense. But now, when the Chiefs lost uh, Tyree Kill... I will have to go with Buffalo now because Buffalo it just feels like they can't be stopped. No way can stop Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean Steph- Stephon Diggs is still there. If they could get like a legitimate running back, yeah, that's all all systems except for this team. Like it's all they need. They literally would win a Super Bowl next year. They just they need, need a legitimate running back. That's it. That's all they need. Literally all they need. I mean, they signed Bob Miller to like a deal. Like, uh, they actually oversigned them. Like, they overpaid that man actually. But eh. I think uh, I feel like the the Bills are the team to beat in the AFC now.
1: I don't blame them. Um, I do think Buffalo might be the team to be in the AFC. I mean, who's beating them? Outside of KC.
0: Oof. Then who is beating yeah I don't think nobody can. I mean, unless you get lucky, maybe the Bengals? That's about <laughs> it. That's about it. I mean, the Bengals, because they're the Super Bowl champs. I mean, Super Bowl, uh, they went to the Super Bowl last year, but maybe them. I mean, who knows?
1: That's about it. All right, so... Uh, what else happened here? Um, before we end the show, we got one more topic. Uh, the Washington Commanders are AAA Kentucky Fried fucked. Oh God! Um, <laughs> did you That's see? That's what I put it in. Did you see the? Oh, I could really go for some KFC right now. I'm Not gonna lie.
0: Nah, Popeyes is better. <laughs> I
1: don't blame you. I mean, I I make a pretty good I make pretty good fried chicken. I'll give you that. Nice. I got I, I got to check it out one day. <sighs> You need to get some seafood out here on the island. Do me oh, a favor, tri- take a trip. Take to- a trip to Long Island. I will introduce you to some damn good seafood where I'm from.
0: You know what? Yeah, I, I-, I want to take a bet on that and shit. I-, I would love to
1: go. Hop on the subway, get to Jamaica Train Station, take the take the take the LIRR out out to
0: Fuckville or wherever the hell you go. I mean, then I'll go from there. Yeah, definitely, man. Then I would, yeah, I would definitely go, man. I know. love
1: seafood actually. Yeah, let me know. I really do love seafood. Let me know. Um so back to Kentucky Fried Flocked. Uh the Washington Commanders decide to uh uh pull fraud basically. I think this is sale fraud. Um I I think it's yeah, I think it's a sale fraud or some shit, some kind of fraud. Um basically the US government found that the Washington Commanders uh Fucked over the IRS and and particularly the NFL owners by keeping 40% of ticket revenue to themselves. Uh which is a gigantic no-no.
0: I did I did not know that. I just found this out right now. You just you tra- tra- so David- yeah,
1: it's it's oh god, it's been um so Dan Snyder is a stupid. he's a stupid idiot. So people want to talk to Dan Snyder and be like, okay. Uh, hey, you changed the name of the Redskins, and to me, there'll always be the Washington Redskins. I don't care. Um, I'm, I'm going to downright say I don't give a flying fuck uh, because to me, it's not racist. I like, Okay. Long Islanders know this story. Robert Moses was an architect who built the Robert Moses Bridge in particularly to keep public transportation off of Fire Island. He built the he built the bridge low to keep public transportation off, Far Island here on Long Island. That is racism.
0: Wow, I did not know
1: that. Yeah, Long Island trivia for you. Like slavery, that is. I I don't I don't know if mostly racism, but like, okay, you want to say, white water found, colored water found. That is racism. You want to, like, changing the the name of the Redskins to the commanders or to the football team and then to the commanders, I don't know. Then again, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. But regardless, the Washington commanders decide, hey, we're going to hold back 40% ticket revenue to ourselves and away from the NFL owners. If that doesn't get Daniel Snyder out of ownership from Washington, I don't know what does.
0: So you want I don't him out. know what
1: does. I I feel bad for Washington fans, in particularly they have had their name changed twice in a span of four years. You are expecting me to like how do I how do I not get mad at Daniel Slatter? You are telling me that he leaves Bruce Allen on as president of of the team. Gets basically forces Scott McLoon out of the franchise because he called Scott McLoon a drunk when Scott was not. He solved his drinking issues, and you are telling me with a straight fucking face that, like, that the culture is actually damn good. Sure,
0: my ass. So he he's a he's a little bit of information on that. Also during that time, um. Uh, I think Scott's grandmother had cancer. And yep. uh, Snyder... Snyder fired him. Yep. During that time, which is absolutely terrible. Up. Terrible. It was a terrible time. Terrible. It's ridiculous. Awful. Listen, I'm not... Listen, I'm a
1: cold-hearted bastard sometimes, but even, like, even I know that's terrible. But... Yeah. To quote the Joker, I can screw with Batman every now and then, but the IRS... Hell no.
0: You do not mess with the IRS. Never. You do not mess with that that government agency. They, they will hunt will find you, you down. They will hunt you down. If you owe money, you're done. How did you not know about this story,
1: of all people?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I heard about it, yeah, but uh, I, I actually didn't really pay attention to it. I read, like, one tweet about it. Like, uh urinary tree actually tweeted out and said... And I thought I was like, "What the hell happened to the, the commanders now?" Like front of the show, I thought it was like, uh, "Yeah, something about that." So I'm like, "What the hell did Dan Snyder do now?" Like uh, it's, it sounds like a typical Tuesday.
1: Forty <laughs> percent of ticket revenue gone. Ah, oh, for the love of God, he's gonna—he's
0: got gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's, in the next few months, he's gonna sell the team. He better. Yeah, he's—he's he's literally gonna sell the team. And I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be beneficial towards the, the, the the team because now the team is not gonna be held back because of standard shenanigans.
1: Oh Christ! The oh fucking mighty. Yeah,
0: but oh. how do you not know that? Like, how stupid can you be?
1: I don't blame you. All right, we gotta get going. Um, because I'm getting 17 fucking phone calls at the same time, and they keep interrupting the goddamn podcast. Um. Kenny, thanks for doing this. I will be sure to call you again about doing this again some other time. Oh, Mm -hmm. this was fun. This was a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: this was actually fun, man. Thank you for
1: the invite. Hey, no problem, Kenny. You're more than welcome on any time. Thank you guys for joining us for episode 138 of Time to BS. Uh, Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Time to BS Podcast. Thanks to Kenny the Sports Guy Podcast for coming on. You can check his show out. Um, Kenny, where can they find you?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports, Instagram, Kenny Sports Guy One, and future past episodes. You can find me at Kenny Sports Guy dot com, Ken with two wins. You can also find me on Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, other streaming services.
1: Hell yeah. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you around in the future.